0: We are not ashamed of the gospel. W-I-A-M, The Way, 101.1.
1: Current events.
0: Personal values. Political and social issues.
1: Technology. Wars and tensions. Join us for the next hour to discuss and learn how the things happening in our world today point to God's prophetic word as signs of the times. Reenactments and rehearsals might sound boring to most, but not when they have to do with the Temple Mount. We'll explain what this means. Russia is saying some mean things regarding Israel, which is nothing new. And we've been telling you the jab isn't what our government and Big Pharma claim it to be. So we'll vaccinate you with the truth. Through our prophetic needle of God's word as we explore the signs of the times. Our weekly review of Bible prophecy that we find in the world's news for Friday, October 28th, 2022. You can continue receiving our booster shots, or I mean our future shows, <laughs> when you subscribe to our podcast through Apple, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, or Google. Do you think we just make this stuff up? Do you have a prophecy question? For Pastor Mark, then hit us up at the waymedia.net or download the Way Media app. Navigate your way to Signs of the Times so you can read the articles from this show or ask Pastor Mark your most pressing prophecy question. And now, here to apply some biblical Neosporin to the open <laughs> swords of our world is Pastor Mark, for whom I normally have a joke, but I keep all my jokes on my phone, and I left my phone at home. Oh, my so well, there you go. So no joke I, today. I, I I had one listener come up to me today. So you're going to have your jokes <laughs> for real, for real. <laughs> and I said no other, and I I I don't think he's going to tune in. So okay. I don't know. I I he sounded disappointed.
0: So. Yeah. Well, that's you know I hate to lose listeners over
1: the lack <laughs> of your jokes, Greg. But <laughs> it was too funny. Anyway. <laughs> Pastor Mark, great to have you here. It's great to be here, man. And we've got a lot of good articles. We have no listener questions, which is fine, but we do encourage you that if you do have a listener question, just to visit our website, uh, thewaymedia.net, click on Signs of the Times. You can also take the shortcut and say thesigns.org in your web browser. That will also take you direct to that page where you can ask Pastor Mark your prophecy question. And until then, let's get into some articles. We've got lots of stuff to yeah, talk about today. Yeah, all right. All right. Uh, let's go to Israel. Uh, for most of the people, they might not think that this is a big deal, but this is, because I'm telling you, the the I don't know fulcrum is the right word. But it's going to be a a jewel piece in in the in the crown of end times prophecy, and that is peace on the Temple Mount. Yep. And so uh, there's got to be strife to come to the Temple Mount right. in order for peace to be needed, right. so to speak. And right. even though there's kind of like peace up there right now, it's really not a yeah, unified...
0: No, no, there's not really peace up there now, but there'll be it'll, be it'll be fake peace
1: for a little while when it happens. Exactly. But exactly. it's what's needed for that fake peace to come in. Exactly. So when the Jews start to stir things up about things regarding their third temple, pay close attention. So here's our first article from Israel 365 News. Reenactment of the water libation held to prepare for the third temple. Please explain, because this is the first time that I've heard anything about this. And where is this in the Bible that it's talking about this? This is very
0: interesting. There are water libations in the Bible. They're part of the sacrifices where you not only offered animals, but you would pour out drink offerings to the Lord. So this is talking about the drink offerings to the Lord that you read about in the Old Testament. They called water, you know, the libations. And it wasn't just water. You'd you'd pour water, you'd pour wine. There's other things. So uh, it was just a libation of liquid, if you will, and as an offering to the Lord. And there's different meanings and significances to it. But what's interesting is, is that they're starting to reenact all these things that they'll be doing on the Temple Mount once the temple is rebuilt, before it's rebuilt. And that's where they're going to have that false peace, Greg, is when the temple is rebuilt, the third temple being rebuilt. So what these articles are pointing to is the rebuilding of the third temple, which we know will happen. The Bible talks about it. The Antichrist will stand in that third temple, declare that he's God. And so this is what it's talking about. This is exciting to me because they've been doing these um animal sacrifices now for several years in the old city. They started sacrificing a Passover lamb again on Passover several years back. Now, I forget how long it's been. In my mind, I'm thinking four or five is probably nine or ten, the way time goes. But now they're offering the water libations. And, and let me read some of the article. It explains what they would do says on Tuesday, a full dress reenactment of the water libation uh, as it was performed in the temple was held in Jerusalem by several hundred participants led by the Kohenim, that is the priests. And by the way, they are training priests in Israel. There's a lot of them already trained. Right, yeah. In their priestly garb, accompanied by Levites playing musical instruments uh they the event began at Shear Hashpat, which is the Dung Gate that's on the southern side right above the city of David for those who have that picture in their mind in Jerusalem's old city where the participants joined the priest in the biblically mandated vestments and levites with musical instruments so look at this they're wearing their 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 priestly clothes they've got the the worship team Okay, doing this offering like they used to do in the Old Testament. This would have been exciting to watch. I wish I'd have been there to see this. Uh, Matter of fact, I bet it's online. I'm going to go Mm. online and see if I can find this. Listeners can do that as well. The musically gifted Levites led the ceremony with joyous music on drums, violin, guitar, clarinet, uh, winding down the ancient walkways into the valley below the Temple Mount. The crowd sang and danced as they went by the archaeological remains of the ancient city of David. Um, down to the Pool of Siloam. You've been there, Greg. When you visit, yeah. it's at the very bottom of the hill there at the, uh, at the city of David. Yeah. And that's what they would do in the Old Testament. They would go down there they would, and get the water and they'd bring it back up in this procession and pour it out as an offering to God. And by the way, this is when would they start? Is that th-
1: nearer in Hezekiah's tunnel?
0: Yes, it's down. It's it's down below Hezekiah's okay. tunnel, a little further yeah. on down. Okay, uh, and I don't remember if they had found the real Pool of Siloam when you were there or not. But since I've been back, they found the real one. It's further down and uncovered it. The old one they used to think came out at the end of Hezekiah's
1: tunnel, but that's not it. Okay, so that's what was told to okay. us on the, on our trip. That's so what that's they changed. thought, yes. but
0: they uncovered the real one. Okay. And now they verified that's the real Pool of Siloam. It's got these steps that go down. It's huge. It's a little further down. It's really awesome. Well, now it's refilled with water again because they uncovered it, so it's filled back up with the water from Hezekiah's. So they would go down there, fill up these pitchers, walk back up the city of David to the top, and pour them out, showing that God's blessing, like it represented God giving them the water in the wilderness, water from a rock, and they pour the water on the rock of the temple. That's when Jesus, as they poured that water out, you had tens of thousands of people there watching this thing, they're, you know, during this feast of, of tabernacles and celebrating there on the Temple Mount. And it was, it, it, according to historical records, it was dead silent. Everybody just it was. It was like one of these I'm in awe ceremonies, where they would come up with all the worship. But when they got there, they just got silent. And then the priest would pour the water out. They'd hear the water splashing on the rocks. Everybody's very, very. I mean, tens of thousands of people, totally silent. That's when Jesus broke that silence and said, "He who is thirsty, come to me and drink." Every head would have turned. There would have been tens of thousands. Of people, What is this guy doing? He's interrupting the priest. This is a a holy moment. And he cries, no, you come to me. You want water? You come to me. And that gives a whole new picture of what happened there. When you read the Bible about it, he said he was thirsty. You come to me and drink, and I'll give you living water. This is what they were reenacting. So they get a golden vessel and and fill it up um, uh, You know, with a water jug, uh, and parade it in front of them. And they have uh, also, the jug was filled and the procession climbed back to the top of the mountain. A model altar uh, and its utensils were set up in the area adjacent to the western wall. The altar was decorated with large leafy willow branches that, were, uh, um, as was done in the temple. And the, and the ceremony culminated in the priestly blessing after which one in seven years um, uh, ceremony was held when they would do this on Rosh Hashanah two weeks ago, which was the uh, Shemitah. We talked about that. It was the, the end of the sabbatical year in Israel. Uh, the Talmud, this is what's interesting about this. So they did this ceremony, and two weeks ago, they had the end of the sabbatical year, the Shemitah, on Rosh Hashanah. But the Talmud, which is not the Word of God and is wrong in many ways. That would offend the Jews, but it's not the Word of God. It's, it's more of a commentary on it. It states, though, their, their Talmud writer stated that um, in the year that, the Shemitah, that this is done on Rosh Hashanah, at the end of the sabbatical year, it'll be in the following year that Messiah will come. So those who believe that believe the Messiah is going to come here in the next year. Okay? And, um, and and the Talmud describes the days before the Messiah comes in depth, and especially difficult times will be happening, and a lot of things that line up with the Scripture and all that, but it doesn't necessarily follow the Scripture 100%. But what's interesting about this, Greg, and I'll pull this in just briefly. We'll, we'll touch on it later. Uh, but Jesus said in the last days there'll be many false messiahs. There's a new guy now they're touting as the Messiah, and they're, they're treating him. I mean, the, the head rabbis are going, we think maybe he's here. And um, hes, he's yeah, I forget his name, but I have top of my, my, my mind right now. Maybe it'll hit me in a minute. But they're saying he's already done five or six uh, verified miracles. And they're saying, we think the Messiah is here. And so now that this has happened, they may turn to him and say, you're the guy. Now, there's going to be more than one. This won't be. Right. I heard somebody today saying that could be the false prophet. No, I don't mm-hmm. believe so, because there's going to be many false messiahs. The false prophet, I think, is going to have a greater impact worldwide. This guy doesn't.
1: It, well, and the false prophet is going to be known. The Antichrist is going to be a relative unknown, right, right? When he rises to that position, yeah. And they weren't yes. saying he was the Antichrist; they're yeah. saying he may be the the, the false prophet, or oh, you know, okay. that you know. So he could be since he's a. But the false prophet doesn't do any miracles, right? Well, he does. Actually,
0: it says that oh. in the presence of okay. the Antichrist, he calls down fire from him. So oh, they apparently yes. both have okay. that ability. Okay. Okay. Uh so he does, but yeah. it's interesting. We'll keep her out. We'll talk about him yeah. on a different show. Okay. And we'll do that soon because okay. he's getting more recognition oh, right. and more attention. And I'm, I'm going to be, uh, you know, checking that out soon when I go to Israel, yes, to see what's will. going on there. But I mean, this is like, yeah. um, some of the more legitimate leaders that we've had other guys in the past, you know, yeah. that kind of had some attention yeah. from the people. Yes. But this guy's getting some of the leaders going, you know, this could be something. Yeah. And this guy's not denying it in his arrogance. He's just kind of letting him talk. Right.
1: So this is interesting. We need to be. We need you to be our boots on the ground, signs of the times reporter. That's right. And That's uh, right. do some videos for us.
0: Yes, that would be great.
1: Yeah. So yeah. anyway, just... Yeah, 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 we're, yeah. We're, we're, we're having a, uh, an office discussion on the air. Yes. Okay. Our, <laughs> Which our, is okay. Uh, our next uh, our next article comes from... I think this is appropriate it for is. the Let's article. go together. Charisma News. Yep. Uh, 600 Levites rehearse worship songs... For the third temple, but listen to this, on the Temple Mount steps. That's right. How did they get away with that? Yeah, well, again, remember, the Temple Mount steps are
0: exposed, Greg. You see them on the southern side. We sat there and had a Bible study. But for
1: 600 people, I'm surprised that the the guards up there, the security guards, didn't...
0: No, this is not on the Temple Mount. Oh, okay. It's on the Temple Mount steps. Remember the steps that are down there on the southern before you get up on top that we all sat and had a Bible study. Where yeah, the,
1: that, but I just figured it was so close that they wouldn't allow something yeah, like that. No,
0: they I mean, there's there's two areas. I'm not sure which area they did it. There's the area there on the southern steps that go up that and right above right. It is the Al Oxa Mosque and that's
1: near where all the rocks are piled up, right? Yeah,
0: but right around the corner, yes. but just below the Al Oxa. Yes. So you'd think they would throw down rocks at them. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> instead of Al Oxa, Al Raksha.
1: Oh yes, <laughs> the
0: Al Raksha Mosque. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I just got a new term for it. But anyway, y- yes, you do. Anyway, um, but Greg also around the other. Other side, on the side of the Mount of Olives. There's a whole strip there that they've uncovered of, of Solomon's steps going up to the temple that are, you can see now on that side as well. Okay. So they were either on that side or on the southern steps. I'm not sure the article tells. I don't think it does. But okay. the point is what they were doing, it goes right in yes. line with the water libation and the choir. In other words, the, the worship team is kicking into gear and the Levites. And so there's a buzz in Israel ever Boy, since. what a Robert. sound.
1: That would have been 600 of them. Yeah. Wow. Now,
0: now, why do you think this all kicked in, Greg? We talked about, remember, the five red heifers that they took to Israel. Yes. We talked about that yes. they now have the red heifers and when they reach a year old they can sacrifice them and use the ashes for temple worship
1: so have they have they confirmed that these five red heifers are meeting the requirements so in far terms here's of, how it without works. blemish yes here in case
0: our listeners don't know they found five spotless red heifers have been looking for years they found them in texas They've taken them down, flown them to Israel. They're there. Israel, the rabbis, are excited as can be. So far, all five are passing the test, but they have to grow to at least a year old without gaining a blemish. A blemish, yes. So if something shows up, a little white hair, a little spot, in the genetics, then okay, that was done. But they got five. So, you know, that's, again, there's a lot of, you know, There's. I think it's going to work. So they're going to get at least one, which is all they need, but then they sacrifice them after a year. Well, since this happened, now we saw the libation. This is when this happened after that. Now we're Mm. seeing the Levites. Everybody's getting excited. Everyone's getting ready. Well, listen, it says there's a buzz in Israel ever since the arrival of the five spotless red heifers. That's how this article starts. Since their arrival, Jews and Christians alike have been talking about what possible signs or events may occur regarding the third temple. This excitement was palpable on the steps leading up to the Temple Mount on Thursday, October 13th. 600 Levites, descendants of the tribe of Levi held a joyous rehearsal in preparation for their duties as priests in the third temple. Taking their roles as priests seriously, these 600 men were practicing so that they would be ready to provide the temple the musical needs that would be required upon its completion. Mm. So now they'll get the ashes they get the temple, they've set up the altar before the temple's built, they can already start doing the sacrifices while the temple's being built, but Greg, they'll already be doing the worship services. So these guys are saying, hey, call the choir together, we're almost about to open up church here, so to speak, and let's rock and roll. And um, it's just getting, I mean, this is, it's happening. You're going to watch this thing turn around quickly on the temple mount with the, with the third temple, so keep your eyes on that one.
1: Yeah, because if that's going to happen, in order for that to really happen to its full fruition... Yes. That means that there's got to be somebody that shows up that brings that lets peace. Him, yeah. That lets him and that's the antichrist. And he's going to rise up fast and the remember? church isn't going to know who this guy is, which yeah. means the rapture is going to happen before. I
0: just Greg, we are so close. We
1: are that's what I mean when so when we see articles about, regarding the temple mount like this, that's what's exciting for the Christian. Yeah. That means that our homecoming. Yeah. Is going to happen sooner than we think. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, we might, it's interesting. We may actually
0: not know he's the Antichrist, but see some guy begin to rise up, but we'll be taken out and then he'll be revealed because he starts that seven year time clock. And I'm telling you, I just, a lot of people say, well, I don't think we're that close. I don't really think we're there. I'm telling you guys, listen everything is in place this is so different than all the other people in the past that said the lord's about to come back because when they claimed that you didn't have everything in place they wanted everything to be in place so they say they'd say that it's literally in place and happening and we're watching the priests they've got all the articles in the temple institute they've got the plans drawn for the third temple The they remember they've been testing the waters on the temple Mount, and the the the, uh, palestinian people have not been fighting them really that much i mean this is just getting really interesting.
1: You know, the only thing we're missing really is Russia and Iran and a bunch of other countries amassing at Israel's border.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's something. It's almost as if you you know like that was even happening right now. Uh but I'll tell you, but, but again, that brings up a point we'll get to later. Yeah. You see the pressure turning up on Russia. And any of these things, you reach a point. Yeah. Every man's got his breaking point. And so does Vladimir
1: Putin. Yes, he's got his as well. Well, let's talk about him. Times of Israel reporting that uh, a Russian ex president is saying, "If Israel sends weapons to Ukraine, it will destroy Moscow ties." I mean, are what are the ties right now anyway? I mean, they're all fake at best. Yeah, but they do at least
0: they do at least on the outside they talk friendly and they work yes. together. Um, but th- what a good segue! You you you, you teed me up here good. I didn't realize the next article was about Russia. Oh, you didn't? No, no I no, thought you, you knew just, that. No, see that's where your your okay. that's that that whole you did, good job. Okay, Thank uh, you. But anyway, yeah, but yeah, but former Russian President Dmitry Medvedev. You can just maybe say his name a few times. It's kind of fun. <laughs> On Monday, warned against Israel sending weapon, weaponry to Ukraine, saying it would destroy all diplomatic relations between Jerusalem and Moscow. And I quote, it seems Israel will supply weapons to the Kiev regime, a very reckless move. It will destroy all diplomatic relations between our countries. He said, no, here's what's happening. Israel hasn't provided any weapons yet, and they've been semi-friends with Russia, at least, you know, on the outside. No no real reason not to like each other, but there are new reasons now. Number one, Russia's getting squeezed, and they need the money for their get natural gas and oil. Israel's going to start supplying that, I believe. To the world and to the Middle East and to Europe. And that's going to make really Russia mad because not only hurts them militarily, it hurts them financially and all these other reasons. Well, now you've got other things happening here. You see what's happening, Greg. My understanding is the reason that Israel wants to help Ukraine is because they look at what happened to them with Hitler. Mm. And they're saying, look, nobody came to help us. Yeah. When, when somebody came in that was just, you know, wrongfully wiping, wiping us out, which whether or not it's wrongful or not, I think there's a lot more going on in Ukraine. And, and really the leader of Ukraine is not the great guy. Everybody, the more information I find out about him, he's not the great hero guy that everybody thinks and the way the media is presenting him. That's a whole other, we don't have time for that. However, still Israel's going, you know what? We can't just sit back and see a nation and a people get attacked that didn't provoke it and do nothing because look what happened to us. So they're saying, we're going to maybe supply some weaponry for you guys. Well, Russia's going, so their motivation is a good motivation, but Russia's saying, that means you're fighting us. So now you're our enemy. So we're coming after you. So this is just building up, Greg, to this whole thing. It's like, I don't want to, you know, you have to be careful not to talk about it so much that nobody listens anymore. But I'm telling you, pressure builds up to a certain point to where it's going to break. At some point, Russia's going to move on Israel. And you're going to have, again, the motivation, Iran's ready to go
1: now. Well, in the infrastructure for Russia to do this russia's already established at the beginning of the syrian civil war yeah when russia came in to be mediator peace broker you know yeah. arbiter so to speak they'd already established themselves uh for, as far as ground forces naval forces yeah uh air forces i mean it the infrastructure's there. It's just a matter of okay, we're gonna we're gonna shift troop deployment yeah. from here to here, aircraft deployment from here to here. But we've already got bases, we've already got the logistics, yeah. we've already got the infrastructure to support an army. Yeah, they're in position. A large army. Yeah,
0: even coming down through Crimea now. They exactly. come from the north. They come from the from the Mediterranean. Yes. Uh, they've got ports up there in the north with, with Syria, Beirut, yes. that area. I mean, you're right. They're in place, and they've got the drones, they've got the ships, they've got the yeah. subs. I mean, we're yeah. we're right there to where anything could happen at any moment.
1: It'll be interesting to see any stories that talk about the other countries that Ezekiel talks about coming into that region, maybe for exercises or joint, whatever, right? Uh, you know, and we don't know. Ezekiel just says these countries will participate, but we don't know how they're going to end up participating.
0: Yeah. Be watching for Sudan so and Libya because yeah. Turkey's already linking up with them. Yeah, exactly. So be watching for Sudan and Libya yeah. specifically.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. That's, that's, that's getting exciting. Okay. It's exciting days in which we live. I'm yes. telling you.
1: Uh, this is not so exciting, uh, but, you know, it's all part of prophecy. You know, uh, not all prophecy is good. Uh, and this is from Israel 365 News. Members of Congress have to write a letter to Blinken urging him to deal with State Department anti-Semitism. Yeah. Now, we knew when the Biden administration was installed, yeah. it, there was a lot of people that were named that we had done investigations on that yeah. were going to be named into these positions, and we knew that they had anti-Israel stances. They hated so, Israel
0: to begin with. So this isn't a surprise. It's not a surprise, but it is prophetic. Yes, it is. And that's why we, as prophesizers, not really Prophesiers, not sizers. I'm turning into a prophesizer the more I eat. But is that like is that,
1: is that like jazzer size? You know, yeah, it's but exercise for Bible prophecy. Spiritual exercise, you know. Yeah, Ezekiel.
0: That's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay, okay. No, but that's why we bring it up because it is uh, you know a biblical that you're going to see anti-Semitism growing. But again, t- let me point out the fact: this is America, supposedly with their best friend in the world. Yes. And although and although they're going to blinking, he's not blinking. <laughs> um, he's 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 holding his position. Yes, a bipartisan he is. group of members in the U.S. House of Representatives. Sent a letter to U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken uh, this week, urging for an update on the investigations of internal incidents of anti-Semitism in the department. So there's a bunch of stuff going on. I'm not going to cover all that in the article, but I'll just say this: the letter was signed by 75 members of Congress, reminding Blinken of the multiple acts of anti-Semitism that have occurred
1: in the past 21 months. And this was bipartisan too, by the way. Was this not? Y- yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. because
0: again, you got to remember, the Democrats, a lot of them are are Jewish, and a lot of them want to reach the Jews as well. So it's not just you know, if it wasn't for political, you probably would see everybody turning against the Jews. Sure. Um, you know, because of the spiritual influence on that. Because know that Satan hates them, and Satan is the one driving this hatred. But it says uh, there's been just a multiple of things happened in the past 21 months within the State Department. Despite launching an investigation of the incidents, there's been no news of progress or punitive action. The reason being is um because they don't care. Remember these again the people that our president put into place there a lot of these people were vocally um they 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 already were against Israel. They were vocally anti-Israel anti-semitic already. And I remind our listeners why is that? It's a spiritual thing. You know, I do want to make mention of the fact, you know, those that keep up, you know, with what Kanye West, you know, he's been really attacking. I was just
1: going to mention that.
0: I think we need to mention it because, yeah. you know, Kanye West has claimed to be a Christian, and I don't know if he's a, a true believer or not. So, okay, we'll leave that up to God. Um, there are some things that look like, yeah, there's fruit, and there's some things that look like, no, there's not fruit, not of God. But... And it doesn't mean that if you don't love Israel that you can't be saved. We know historically there have been some leaders. Uh, Martin Luther was very anti-Semitic, and yet we know that he, he he was saved and all that, was used by God. But the thing is, when a Christian is anti-Semitic, it means they don't understand. They're either not walking in the Spirit, um, or they don't understand the Scriptures uh, to be literal as God wrote them. And so Kanye West doing this, look... Standing with Israel and the Jews does not mean they're doing everything right. The Jews are, are really doing a lot of things wrong right now. They hate they hate God. Well, they hate Jesus. So they hate God, really, in a sense. They're rebellious. They're stiff-necked like they've been throughout history. Um, they do a lot of evil things like other governments. There's bribery, cheating. I mean, they do a lot of wicked things. So when I say we stand with Israel, I do not stand with the wickedness of Israel, the wickedness of their leadership, and the people that rebel against God. I do not agree with that. And I say that is wrong, and they need to repent. We stand with Israel because we know the future of Israel. And God said, I will bless those who bless Israel. So we stand with the promise that God gave them and the promise of the future of who they'll be, Greg, as you know. So so when I see this kind of thing, like somebody like Kanye West, I'm going... I don't think Kanye West knows the Bible good enough and probably doesn't know it very much at all. Um, and certainly is not walking by the spirit of God in this one, because God would say, look, even though they're doing things that are wrong, and you could point out real things that are wrong. God told us to bless them. We need to be a blessing to them. Yeah. And, and we wait because we know what's going to happen. It's like we recognize the spirit will be yeah. pilled, uh, poured out. Right. They're going to repent. And then we stand with them. That's what we mean. We stand with Israel.
1: Well, here's what was my takeaway from the whole Kanye West story and the anti-Semitic comments that he made. Are gonna,
0: and Greg's going to wrap it to us. Let's go ahead and drop no, that I'm beat not, in there. No, uh,
1: I'm not going no, to wrap. We well, no. have the song ready to go. No. Uh, take, You're chickening out at the last minute. Yeah. <laughs> All right, go ahead. No, I get it. I get it. No, uh, I get it. Go ahead. Okay, that was a nice way to set me up for nothing. Uh. Uh, but here's the deal. You know, when we look at the world and the hatred for Israel, what I find, even though it took Two weeks since the initial news broke of his comments right. that he made, what I think is interesting is the companies that have now dropped Kanye West. Yeah. I mean, he's... Adidas, and there's a whole list of them. Yeah. Uh, his his uh, um, famous athletes, uh, uh, Aaron Donald from the Los Angeles Rams was yeah. uh, was signed on to his marketing firm or whatever as an agency rep to rep him right rep donald he's dropped him other people have dropped him to distance themselves uh hollywood celebrities have come yeah. out distancing themselves yeah. condemning what he said which i think is interesting yeah in light of the tide of hatred that's really coming towards Israel globally, yeah. that this one situation really is standing up against that type of rhetoric. So I just think it's interesting. It doesn't mean, I don't know that it means anything other than, to me, that's a bit of good news yeah. in the midst of all the bad news. Yeah,
0: I think the, I think the difference, Greg, is that it's not time. The world's right. not ready to have everybody turn on the Jews. There's still a restraining of the Holy Spirit, there's still too many Christians, there's still too many Jews that are the owners of many of these companies. Right. So the world's not ready. Now you get the, you get the Holy Spirit. when yeah. the church is gone and God removes that restraining thing it's really going to take off and that's when you're going to see the whole world backing you know everything that for Kanye or anybody else would yeah. say they're going to go for you.
1: now I can rap can but you? I'm yeah hmm? okay but I'm not going to okay uh oh man but see? I will tell you but I will tell you that we've got some a listener family yeah that literally has put a dance together to our theme song really Four Signs of the Times. So we
0: need to get that up there on the site so people can see that.
1: Well, they've also offered to actually be here in studio oh. behind me oh. doing the dance <laughs> behind me. Now, they have walked by the window, uh-huh. and they've done the dance for me out in the window. you got to be kidding me. I am not kidding you. So Greg, and you know them and I won't. We'll talk about well, them you later. It's funny about that, real quick. So I, yes,
0: there's a family in Nashville that I just found out they all sing our song together and they do this thing. And <laughs> apparently, we're starting kind of this whole thing that's going on with.
1: I never pay attention. Well, I mean, I know send the lyrics to the song. In, if
0: you're dancing to our theme song, send those yes. videos in and we'll try to put them
1: up on the is website. Is that not hilarious? I think that's great. I think that's fine. And the, well, and the fact that they know the, the, the lyrics to the song, yeah. which is it's yeah. a legitimate song by it Michael is, W. From Smith a long time ago. called The Signs. Right. And that's where that's our theme song, yeah. uh, which is apropos for what we do, but nevertheless, that people know it yeah. and sing it yeah. and make up dance routines yeah. to it so yeah. well see i rap too
0: i rap but I'm, I'm getting Dude. ready to rap here at christmas i rap every yes. year. <laughs> okay not vocally i You're just right. ribbons and tape. yeah but i'll be rapping here that's kind
1: of like it asking you well you know do you do you exercise well yeah i run yeah you know i run late i run my mouth i yes. run behind it's yes, not so Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh my okay let's we're How put do this, we get back? Yeah, we're going to put we're this lost. back on the track. I'm get gonna, the I, GPS. I'm just, get I'm the, the prophetic say, GPS. This is Signs of the Times. <laughs> this is your weekly look at Bible prophecy in the world's news for Friday, October 28th. This is episode 237 for those of you that are uh, able to uh, watch us or listen to us later on as a podcast, and we appreciate you doing so, whether you're live, online, or later. All right, let's get into... Speaking of bad things, bad intentions, bad actors, bad people, bad outcomes, uh, this is uh, the world's orchestration for the end times. It's pestilence, plagues, disasters, and corruption. And yeah. this is this is corruption really of the highest order. The Centers for Disease Control. This is from the Epoch Times or Epic Times, however yep, you want yep. to pronounce it. Yep. Epic. Uh, uh, the. CDC is promoting LGBT chat room supporting sex change, multiple genders, and queer activism in teens. Yeah, uh, That's a mouthful of an article title, but it basically sounds like they are helping to promote uh, teens getting together in a chat room, encouraging each other to yeah. do all these things to their body. Which
0: is exactly what you would expect the Centers for Disease Control to do. Mm. I think somebody's taking a wrong turn here. What in the world is the Center for Disease Control? You know, and, and this, Greg, leads into several things, as you said, we're going to be talking about. One is any legitimacy they had left has now completely dissipated. The CDC has proven itself and shown itself to be a corrupt organization that we as America can no longer listen to in any form and fashion. And by the time you hear all these articles, you're going to agree with me, and everyone else listening will. Do not listen to the CDC. They're a false organization. They're led by politics and money. They're not looking for the the good of the people or anything else. It is all about themselves, and they are totally corrupt. And now we see their corruption and their evil here in promoting these young children into a lifestyle that's going to not only ruin their life now, it's going to condemn them eternally. But it says the U.S. Centers for Disease Control, CDC, is promoting a chat room for LGBT youth resources page that discusses a variety of sex-related topics, including sex change operations and hormone replacement therapy. Greg, sex change, this is mutilation of our children. They're promoting the mutilation of our children, cutting their genitals off, telling them they're not who they said they are, and trying to make them into someone else. Hormone replacement therapy, that has only been used in the past, generally, for a criminal punishment. They take rapists in rare cases, and they make them take hormone replacement therapy to do away with their testosterone so they can no longer have a sexual desire and ruin any opportunity they would have to do that to anybody else. Now we're taking what is usually done to criminals, and the CDC is pushing it on our children. Shame on them, and God will deal with them. Let me go on. You can tell I'm upset about that. The Q chat space is an online discussion platform for LGBT about this has nothing to do with those that are wrapped up in this movement here. If you're involved in the LGBT community, God loves you. You have to repent in order to be saved and go to heaven. But God loves you and we love you. So this is not toward you, right? This is toward the CDC that is deceiving you and leading you down a road of destruction. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and says that they're 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 the platform is, is for them and questioning teens. Those that are looking for answers. They say between 13 and 19 years of, of age. Uh, It hosts conversations on sexual topics including the drag culture, multiple genders, queer youth activism, hormone replacement therapy, and gender affirmation surgeries. And by the way, all these things forbidden by the Word of God. I was just reading this morning, again, in uh, uh, the scriptures where God says, A man is not to dress as a woman, and a woman is not to dress as a man. These are an abomination unto the Lord. Now, I expect the world to do that. They don't know any better. And so, that's going to be just a matter of showing God's love and, and trying to call them to repentance when oh, you're seeing our organizations who are certainly not godly promoting this to our kids, again I get back to that same verse we used, we've been using a lot. Greg, better a millstone, Jesus said, hung around your neck, than you cause these little ones to stumble. A millstone hung around your neck and you thrown into the sea, than to it cause the full these import, little yes. That's right. And so the chat space directs kids to resources related to gender transition. It is pure evil. Wow. And we're going to call it what it is. They need to repent, and our children need to be protected. And I want to say to our listeners do not listen to the CDC anymore. They have revealed themselves as totally corrupt and evil for their own interests, politics, and money. They do not care about the American people or the, or the welfare of anyone for that matter. And the Bible says they're an abomination to God.
1: Our next article, Pastor Mark, comes from The Blaze, where we find a Pfizer executive admitting that the COVID-19 vaccine was never tested to see if it would prevent transmission yeah. of the virus or the disease or whatever you want to call it.
0: Yeah, this came down as a shocker Greg. Most people assumed that they had tested the COVID the COVID-19 shots.
1: Well, you know, to a certain Think extent Pastor that. Mark, you know, this was pushed through through emergency uh, acts. Uh, this is this has never been FDA approved. Right. Uh, in terms of, you know, how the FDA approves these types of things. So that's not surprising but here's what is surprising but that, that now we're f- hearing the truth coming from the horse's mouth well what, but even more than that they were telling us that it would. That it would. Uh, yeah. Well, which was a flat out lie. But what
0: this revealed is they knew the whole time it wouldn't. Wouldn't. Exactly. They knew this would not yes. prevent the spread of COVID. But they came out and said, and even our president said, if you take this shot, you will not get COVID. We Just numerous people I could go on. There's a whole list yes, of them.
1: There's a whole list of them. And they
0: lied to Fauci. us. Fauci. They just lied to us. Yes. Fauci lied to us. Everybody lied to us. And so what's happening is this is now coming out and people rightfully so are upset. Listen to this. In a shocking admission... A Pfizer executive on Monday stated that the company did not know if the COVID-19 mRNA vaccine uh, that it developed with BioNTech would prevent viral transmission before bringing it to market. Now, again, like you said, Greg, they rushed it to market because everybody was so afraid everybody was going to die. You might give that a little bit of leeway for a moment, but then when you understand, they rushed it knowing it wouldn't help. They rushed it knowing it wouldn't help. What that means is we're in it for the money. We don't care what it does to your body, to your kids. We want our cash. We won't mention the fact that we know it doesn't help. We're just going to say, oh, everybody needs to do it because we may all die. It goes on. During questions, a Dutch member of the parliament, Rob Roos, a conservative and opponent of Europe's COVID-19 passports, asked Small whether Pfizer could provide lawmakers with evidence that it believed the vaccine would prevent coronavirus transmissions before bringing it to market. And, and I quote him, was the Pfizer COVID vaccine tested on stopping the transmission of the virus before it entered the market? If not, please say it clearly. If yes, you are willing to share, are you willing to share this data with the committee? In response, Small from Pfizer said he did not know, she did not know that, that the vac they did not know that the vaccine would prevent transmission before they brought it to market. And I quote, regarding the question around uh, around this, she admitted, we did not know about stopping immunization before it entered the market. The answer would be no. We didn't know that it would do any good. Now, that's why this is shocking. It's not shocking they rushed something thinking everyone might die. That's called panic, and we don't know what to do. But they knew before the panic. They knew before rushing it. They knew before it was introduced this shot will do nothing to stop anybody from catching anything out there. It will have no effect, zero. And now what have we seen? Everyone who got the shot has what? They've gotten COVID. Some of them have had, had four shots. They've still got our, the the leader of the... Right. You know,
1: We'll talk about that. Yeah. yeah we'll talk. In we'll other talk. words,
0: we yeah. now know by evidence it did no good. <clears throat> but what's angering is they knew it all along, and they're now admitting it. And, boy, this right here has sent shockwaves around the world. You're going to see, I don't know where this is going to end, but I think you're going to see a lot of people who have had loved ones that have died and people that are permanently damaged. You're going to see a lot of anger and lawsuits. And, boy, this is just the beginning, Just the beginning. Just the beginning.
1: Well, the shock and awe continues, Pastor Mark. Israel National News reporting a top cardiologist in Israel is calling for the halt to COVID vaccination altogether.
0: Wow, this should have happened a long time ago. Why in the world these things are still out there? We now know so much about them and the damage they're doing. They should all be stopped immediately. But let me read what this other research uh, paper said. A new research paper authored by a prominent UK cardiologist and evidence-based medicine expert has concluded... That the use of the mRNA COVID shots should be halted until independent investigators are given access to the raw data from the clinical trials. Dr. Asim Maholtra was originally a staunch defender of the COVID shot, but after his father, who was previously healthy with no heart issues, suddenly passed away of a cardiac arrest, he began to, after the shot... He began to investigate the evidence that the vaccines are safe and effective as the FDA and the CDC claim. Being a cardiologist who had seen his father's diagnostic test results prior to his COVID shots uh, confirmed his good state of health. He knew there was no rationale, a rational explanation for the blockages found in his father's arteries after his death. And so among the evidence cited, Uh, In the Journal of Vaccine, journal called Vaccine, he concluded, based on the data from the trial studies conducted by Pfizer, because they're having to release all their articles now, Pfizer and Moderna, that the risk of being hospitalized, listen to this, due to an adverse reaction from the vaccine is a greater risk than just getting COVID. So the shot's worse than just getting COVID, he's saying. He said the data's showing that if you get the shot, it would have been better to not get the shot and just catch COVID. Dr. Maholtra also points out that contrary to popular belief, uh, belief, what the Pfizer trial did, what it did not show, was any statistical significant reduction in serious illness of COVID-19 uh, mortality from the vaccine. In fact, he notes, get this, there were only two deaths from COVID-19 in the placebo group and one death from the vaccine group. However, looking at all-cause mortality, that's the total number of people that died in relation to the vaccine, he said there were actually more deaths in the vaccine group than the non-vaccine group. So when you look at everything together, he said more people died after getting the vaccine than died just from getting COVID. So his conclusion is it would have been much better for the world to just catch COVID and get over it and move on, and whatever happens, happens. And
1: let your bodies produce their own natural antibodies. Greg,
0: and yet... We're still our, our our CDC. We're still pushing this. It's being pushed worldwide. We now know that masks do nothing. They did nothing. Matter of fact, the the places yeah, where the, the research masks, is out there, the research is there. The places where the masks were most used, there was more infection because there was reinfection due to touching the mask. So, but if it happens again, you know what's going to happen? Put masks back on. No, that's damaging.
1: Yeah. Well, not only that, it uh, dental issues have now cropped up. Really, diseases in the mouth as a result of that. Wow. Um, kids with masks. Uh, are now, they're reporting learning disabilities, yeah, because you uh, can't and, see the mouth move. Nope, and so speaking, the uh, speak, speech, <sighs> speech development and things like that. Yes. if I can talk. Yes, uh, you know, is behind. Yeah. So anyway, and the lockdowns, same thing. Lockdowns that they were that affects, all disastrous. That crazy. affects the mental illness aspect that yes. we see in our yes. in, in around the world really. Yes. right now. Yes, it's, it's all. And we're gonna we're, we're gonna we're gonna bring in some prophecy at the end of this. But anyway, let, let's get to the next article. Yes. If you're done with that one. Yes. No. Okay. That's see, that's fine. Let's move on. Uh, the Washington Times reporting a uh, the Florida. Is Surgeon General is saying men under forty shouldn't get the COVID vaccine?
0: Yeah, interesting because again, Denmark just now pr- prohibited anybody sixty and under from getting the vaccine.
1: Oh, interesting. Denmark,
0: did. Denmark did it. Yes, they've now said you nope, don't take this. It's it's hurting too many people. Now listen to this: a warning from Florida's top health official that the benefits of the mRNA-based COVID nineteen shot for men younger than forty out, are outweighed by the dangers of the actual shot which immediately drew derision over the weekend from Democrats and again, encouragement from Republicans. So again, it turns into a political issue, but this Florida uh, surgeon general just want to keep it statistical, keep it to the facts. He, the Florida surgeon general, Joseph Lopato's guidance released Friday was based on the exit analysis of the vaccine safety conducted by the state department of health. And listen to this quote or this statement, the self-controlled case series analysis found that men ages 18 to 39 experienced an 84, percent increase in the incidence of cardiac related death within 28 days after the shot Now think about that people say what's well, not the shot no we're talking within 28 days of the shot an 84 percent increase in heart attack deaths you there's no other explanation than the shot did it there is no other explanation right, right. and so he said so he he came out and said with a high level of global immunity to covid-19 the benefit of 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 any kind of any vaccination is likely outweighed by this abnormally high risk of cardiac related death among men in this age group non mrna vaccines were not found to have um were not found to have uh, have helped any basically uh, thomas Massey, who's been an outspoken critic of the vaccine and mask mandates during the pandemic the pandemic lauded the findings And I quote, Florida Surgeon General says the COVID-19 MRNA shots are associated with an increase of cardiac related death among men 18 to 39 and recommends that males in this age don't get it. Uh, Biden should not be mandating these shots. So the information is getting out there and people are learning. But again, um, it's it's coming way too late. And again, I want to encourage our listeners, for those of you out there that, again, I say this each time, that have had the shot. Uh, again, the worst case scenario for those who can continue to get these boosters and all these things—that's going to make it way worse. So again, it doesn't mean because you took the shot you're going to have a heart attack. It doesn't mean because it doesn't mean that at all. It just means that in certain people, especially those that go with multiple shots and keep going—I mean, this is not good, Greg—and yeah. and people need to hear this.
1: Our last article in this category, Pastor Mark, comes from Fox News, where we see the CDC director, Rochelle Walensky. Has tested positive for COVID-19 a month after getting her updated booster this shot. This is her fourth. A fourth booster shot. This there is her we go. fourth.
0: CDC, show, yeah, Rochelle Walensky, Centers for Disease Control, said she had it now. She's experiencing mild symptoms, but it's up to date on her, on her vaccines, it says. Here's the point. It does nothing. The, at this point, the only thing it's doing is causing harm and the statistics are showing that it's better to stay away from it. I, I just, I don't know how to say it more clear when you look at the data and the evidence, but I think Greg, here's the problem. Most Americans don't do their own homework. They don't go look at the data. They don't look at the evidence. They just listen to what people like the CDC are saying. And yeah. didn't we just show at the very beginning of this, yeah. the CDC is not to be trusted any longer in any form and fashion.
1: Uh, now let's talk about prophecy for a minute. Uh, and if you're new to the program, you're like, okay, well, these guys have gone on and on about all this COVID-19 stuff. I thought this was a Bible prophecy program. Right. Yes, it is. But listen to this. First of all, John chapter 10, Jesus himself tells us that the enemy comes to steal, to kill, to destroy. That's right. Uh, the Bible tells us that in the end times, there will be a one world government, a one world currency. There will be technology in place um, that will... Provide control for the Antichrist to control your comings and goings, your buying and selling goods. Everything that the Bible has talked about, almost that is going to happen in the latter days, has been started or accelerated by this COVID nineteen right. pandemic. It was a real instrument to kick things what in we a call higher speed a, a plannedemic. Yeah. And I think we're are we talking about it next week? The article about the Wall Street Journal talking about all the people that benefited financially. Uh, I thought I'm trying to remember. Yes, I believe I believe so. That okay. is for our next week's program. Okay. Next believe, week's Greg. program. Yes. Yes. Uh, they they knew this was this was coming yeah uh, and they benefited from it financially yes we do talk about that uh, our, our 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 nation's uh, leaders yeah, Congress is Congress, yeah, they, yeah. Uh, listen I'm going to say something bold here the deaths that have been purposefully created that's right as a result of this is and this is on purpose that's right deserve a war crimes trial. That would put the World War II war crimes trial, the Nazi war crimes tra- trial, to shame. Greg,
0: I think this is worse than Nuremberg. I think this is worse than what happened uh, in in with Hitler because it was limited there. This is worldwide. This is worldwide, this, and these and many of these people. Yeah. Many of them didn't know what yeah. they were doing. They were yeah. just greedy. But yes. many of them did know, and I think those that did know, they do yeah. need to be held yeah. accountable.
1: Now that's on an earthly level, but on a prophetic level, we can see how this pandemic has affected in times prophecy and put so many things into motion yeah. and notions in people's heads about vaccine passports. That's right. a control issue. That absolutely that's, is. That's a global issue. Yeah. Uh, uh, tracking. Uh, that's the mark of the beast issue. So right. we've seen a lot of advancements in tracking for the sake of safety. Yep. So you don't infect someone right. or whatever. You want to know what? The vaccine doesn't prevent you from infecting anyone. That's it right. Just hastens or you know increases the probability of your death if you continue to take these shots and the statistics are out there now that's right and what do you always like to say about conspiracies and conspiracy
0: theories well it's only a theory until you see it happening there you go once it starts happening you drop the word theory and there it is. I mean, this now is clearly, a, right. it has been a conspiracy, at yes. least among these, the Moderna, yeah. Pfizer, yeah. and many of these leaders. Yeah. They knew before this happened that this would not help, and they yeah. did it for financial gain. Conspiracy just means you're working together in something that is, you know, trying to, to benefit you or to trick you. They did that. That's what they did. This is,
1: is now revealed as a real conspiracy. Yeah. So this, so COVID-19 and all the fallout from it, when you think about the separation of people and causing mental illness issues, uh, you know, uh, the mask wearing and what that's done, that's a submission issue it with is. the mask wearing. That's right. Th- this is I'm telling you, this is all designed to break down humanity that's right. and get them to fall in line for control. That's right. That will come from a one world leader. Yep. God never designed us to wear masks all day long. Yeah, that's right. God designed us to or to be locked down or to be locked down to be separated from our loved ones. That's right. I, I can't tell you. I can't count how many people are still in anguish over the fact that they had a loved one that was dying. That's right. And it might not have been related to COVID. It could have been from can- anything. cancer, right. anything. And they were prevented from going into hospitals and yeah. nursing homes right. and spending the last few remaining hours or moments or whatever with their loved one. Yep. Judgment's and, coming. And many of our leaders knew
0: they could have done it. They yes. Have, it would have been okay. They knew that. They knew it made no and difference. And they scared people it into no believing that. It no difference either way is what is Exactly. What they know, exactly. And one element you left out, which I know you're including this, remember, it's a worldwide thing, so who's over this? This is demonic. This is You get away from politics now. We talked about that aspect of it. This is much larger. This is satanic. It is demonic. It is getting the world ready to unify for this world leader who's going to take over. He's going to try to be God. He'll have his little spotlight for three and a half years, which even his little three and a half years is going to be during the wrath of God being poured out on the earth. (laughs) What a miserable kingdom he's going to be ruling. God will, yeah, you want to rule, there you go. And for the people of the world, you want him to rule over you? then enjoy his leadership there you go and then jesus comes back and man yeah. we rock and roll
1: you know what i, I <laughs> can't wait what, what i love about that whole aspect pastor mark is that you know there are certain things that we learn about god as we take in all of his word one of them is that god will be a debtor to no man right. god will at at a- oh man nothing that's right that's which right. means which means you can't outgive god that's right you can go ahead and try the other thing is is that God will share his glory with no one and no man. And we we learn that as we take in all of God's word. So what I find what's interesting is that at the moment that the Antichrist stands up in the Temple Mount, at the midpoint of the seven-year peace treaty, and he declares himself God, and not only that, not only does he declare himself God, but now everyone has to worship me. I believe, even though the Bible does not necessarily indicate it to that degree other than the fact that that's when the wrath gets poured out right i believe that god is not going to allow the antichrist to receive one iota of glory absolutely at all. i believe it. it yep. is going to be so instantaneous yeah and yeah. impactful yeah. that no one can deny it yeah anyway yeah yeah no i i again
0: it's, this is going to be such a short-lived this is such a fake glory that he's going for and it's going to be judged and god's going to take over and i can't wait yeah i mean definitely like i said we're living in exciting days and we need to be bold and be witnesses for christ his yep. return is soon
1: yep and we'll have good seats to watch yes we will so. that's right all right let's uh hit the church man uh you know pastor mark you've been talking about not trusting the cdc right <laughs> Well, here's a Barna research poll that says Americans trust the government more than the church to make meaningful change.
0: How sad is that?
1: Wow. We just talked about that's how, an indictment. Well, we is just it finished not talk,
0: yes, and we just finished talking about how we can't trust our government institutions anymore. They've shown themselves untrustworthy, and yet the, the people trust them who have been shown to be untrustworthy more than the church. Woe to us. We need wow. to get we need to be teaching the word of God and living in the character of Christ. Americans are twice as likely as says to say government is responsible for creating meaningful change in the nation that they are to say, um, the same, I'm sorry, in the nation than they are to say the same about the church, according to a new Barna survey. The poll released this week found that 52% of U.S. adults believe the national government is responsible for creating meaningful change, while only 26% answered that way about religious organizations and 25% about Christian churches. Respondents could list multiple answers. Now, Greg, To just touch on this for a second, the reason being is we've gotten away from what we're called to do. The church is called to be a light unto the world, to teach the word of God, and to, to love the world around us. Now, much of the church is doing that, and I'm not denying that. But much of the church is now simply a social organization, oftentimes, Doing political events and political things and all things. And again, there's a place for that. But I'm saying it's more than, than the church. It's just another institution of the world. And because of that, it doesn't have the power of God. Hence, it's failing people. And people are losing their trust in it. We have to get back to the word of God, the spirit of God, and the
1: character of God if this is going to be regained. You know, we talked about all of the aspects or the prophecies that COVID-19 affected. Here's another one that COVID-19 affected. And that's apostasy. Yeah, that's the great right. falling away that's of the right. church. in the
0: last because days. Because
1: how many churches have you seen basically bowing to the government yeah. in terms of... Now, again, biblically, it says we're supposed to respect our leaders again. Of course. It, but when they're doing something that's n- known to kill you... Yeah. yeah, I mean, how do you... Now you don't you come out of that government. You, don't stand, no, you, you don't, don't stand with that. Unless that's... Let's talk... Go ahead, yeah, you know, no, and I want to talk and, that. So what, But what I'm saying... What I wanted to get to is this poll... Is Now, what's interesting is that you've got a lot of people that have looked to their world governments for direction, and I get to a certain extent that you would expect your government to be honest and forthright, right. I, and, I, and I get that. Um, but to me, this is a telling sign of the growing influence that government is having over people's lives that God never designed the government to have to begin with. That's right. But now government is becoming God. That's right. And that's what they want. Yes, exactly. And that's, to me, what my takeaway from this poll. And but anyway, that's a great yeah.
0: point, Greg. That's a great point. Um, I mean, I think that's very obviously what's happening here. But, you know, when you look at this, I want to address just quickly the yeah. issue of, you know, when do we not come under the government? Look, we're to come under the governing authorities until they go against God and go against God's word. Once they go against God and go against God's word, then, then the Bible says we're to stand against that. Now, we don't go out, you know, and, and you know, take up arms and do it. I'm, I'm just saying we stand against it and we speak the truth. You know, a lot of people try to say, well, America got founded wrong. We're wrong because we, we, we rebel. And Christians should agree, we rebelled against the king of England, that was wrong. No, I don't believe it was wrong because he was a tyrannical leader going against the word of God. He was forcing mankind to worship the way he wanted them to worship. And so God says, no, when that happens, you come out from under that. So the Americans fought against that. God gave us a new country, and here we are. Now, that's kind of summing it up in a nutshell. But I do not believe America rebelled wrongfully. I think America stood against tyranny, against someone that was leading the the people away from God and bowing to him and what his dictates were, even as we wouldn't bow to the Antichrist, even as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego wouldn't bow to Nebuchadnezzar, we're not to bow to King George uh, or anything else like that or to any other government here. So we do. We are to be good citizens as long as they do not require us to go against the word of God. And then we simply have to say to them, as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, "You know what? You may you may get me in trouble for this. You may do something to me, but we can't. We can't. We won't bow. We're going to stand with our God. And so that's where we have to be right now. This is a day where we've got to stand and say we can't go along with the wickedness of this government teaching our children perverse things. Um, trying to push off. There's so many things we cannot stand with, and it's not wrong to make a stand and speak out against it
1: you know the church for the longest time has been the focal point of charitable contributions and charity and looking after those that are less fortunate yes Which we're called to do called to do uh and you know this poll here you know is is really looking to the government at this point uh to do that um over religious organizations or christian churches yeah so anyway it's just very telling
0: it really is they're like you said they're looking to the government as god rather than to god and the church should be there shining that light saying good no god's your answer not the
1: government yeah absolutely all right, well, let's get some good news in for Absolutely. this episode of Signs of the Times. To wrap things up, here's Fox News telling us about a Washington high school football coach that was fired over praying. I'm assuming praying on the field or praying during the game uh, is now to be reinstated.
0: Yes, this is a, a, a very good feel-good story, as they say. A Washington high school football coach was fired by the district over post-game prayer. So after the game, he would pray. They're saying now he must be reinstated uh, and have his old job back by March 2023. Uh, Joe Kennedy, a former football coach of Bremerton High School, was put on leave in 2015 for reciting prayers at midfield following the games. He would just go out there. Listen this, is Greg. He, w- he began reciting after-game prayers by himself. Just went out there and prayed by himself to thank God. Eventually, you said stu-
1: after-game?
0: Yeah, post-game. Wow. Yeah, and so students started joining him. According to the court documents, this evolved into motivational speeches. Again, all the people they were gathered said, hey, let me share it, guys. You're here. Here's why I'm praying. So he did what a Christian should do. He started sharing the gospel. And so because of this, um, they notified the school that, that you know, um, he, he got let go, if you will. He's now been, temporarily was let go. They've now notified the school that he would resume the practice. Well, let me back up. He said he would stop and then he was convicted and said no, I'm going to keep doing it. And so the school district, you know, basically offered him locations before and after the games uh or for him to pray on the 50-yard line after everyone else had left. <laughs> But he refused, <laughs> insisting that he would continue to, uh, his regular practice of praying, like kind like Daniel did. After continuing the prayers uh. for two more games, uh, they put him on leave again. The case made its way all the way to the Supreme Court, where in June of this year it was ruled that in favor of Kennedy getting his old job back. And in August, the justices said Kennedy's post game prayers on the field were protected under the First Amendment. Amendment, and indeed they are. That listen. Right now, what Satan's trying to do, Greg, is remove all yes. the freedoms that God has given us. Remember, yes. the Bible says where the spirit of the Lord is, there's, there's liberty. liberty. And yet, but where the spirit of Satan is, there's bondage. Yes. And so now we're seeing the bondage trying to come and take away our First Amendment rights to speak. And all this. again, the Constitution is not the Bible. But what I'm saying is, the Constitution was based on the Bible. That's what our founding fathers used. And this is a God-given right. Freedom. Yeah. Free speech. Standing for God. Daniel said, I'm going to pray whether you say I can't or not. They threw him in jail and all tried to have lions eating, but the lions ended up eating the guys that accused him. And we've got to trust God in that. It's just, again, good for this guy, and I'm glad he got reinstated.
1: You know, God wants us to worship him and follow him by choice. Yep. And Satan knows that no one will willingly follow him in that sense that he wants the whole world to bow a knee to him. That's right. That's and the right. only way that he can make that happen is by force. That's right. That's right. See, love yields because of love.
0: Yes. But force is dictatorship. It's tyrannical. Satan is a tyrannical dictator leader, and that's what he's moving in the hearts of mankind to do and be as he rules over them, those that don't know Christ. Jesus doesn't force anybody into the kingdom. He said, all who come to me, I will in no way cast out. I'll receive you. But I'm standing here knocking. Jesus doesn't come to the door with a spiritual battering ram, you know. Um, heavenly FBI, open a, kick in, coming to rush your SWAT team or whatever. He knocks. Yeah. And he says, will you let me in? And some of you right now, he may be knocking on your heart right now. He may be saying to you, receive me. If that's you today, guys, repent of your sin. Confess your sin. Turn to Jesus. He will save you and give you your place in the kingdom of God.
1: Yeah. That's our Lord. Amen. Now's the time. That's right. Now's Take the time. Take advantage of it. That's right. Uh, all right, folks, uh, thanks for listening. Don't forget waymedia.net or the signs.org. Either way is going to take you to everything about our program. We love you guys, and we hope you will be back here next Friday at 1.30 as we continue to discuss and learn how the things happening in our world today are pointing to God's prophetic word as signs of the times. Have a great week. We'll see you next Friday.